Ready? Born ready. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Woo! Oh, my gosh, this is. <clears throat> so exciting despite it being rainy outside you know i am here once again back for another episode of cool and conscious like wow this is of course brought to you by black owned company just eldridge media it's black owned and black run and if you know me i'm always speaking about the importance of supporting a black run company um, just yep. because representation matters. And here I am on a podcast, doing a podcast, produced, run, orchestrated, all that good stuff by black people. I love that. Love, 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 love that. So round of applause for this amazingness. I love it so much here. Um, before I dive in, before I dive in, before I dive in, of course, I have to let you know that I have... Two special guests with me today. Super exciting. Yes, I have two special guests. Um, these are actually the first ever guests on the Cool and Conscious podcast. I honestly didn't want to have guests until about maybe like mid-February, March. Um, <laughs> but being that it is Black History Month um, and the women that are here are definitely more than special. I felt that, you know, it's only right you know, to have them on the Cool and Conscious podcast. So first guest of the hour, you are welcome to, you know, introduce yourself. I'm going to introduce myself, but you just made me feel so special. <laughs> so, so honored. Yeah, you're the first, first ever. Guest. Literally, Thank the first you, ever. <laughs> um, well, my name is Bri Ucano. I'm the founder and CEO of House of Fifth. Okay. Love that for you. Thank you. And I'm Sarah Grant. Uh, I'm the director of marketing and customer success at the House of Fifth. Oh, yes. Okay, so before we get in y'all's business, before we get all, you know, conscious with this whole coolness y'all got going on, we need to know how you guys are feeling. So on each pot episode, we do something, well, it's usually just me, so I do something <laughs> where I let the listeners know how I feel. And it's either I feel cool or I feel conscious. So take about three seconds to think about it, <laughs> how you feel. Do you feel cool? Um, and then give me a short explanation on why you feel the way that you feel. So who wants to go first? Take mm -hmm. your time. That's a struggle. I think uh, <laughs> I think today I'm conscious um, and really just like conscious of um, how things are affecting me um, and like how I can be really intentional about my time and my energy um, and like the things that I do and the decisions that I make, like how they make an impact on other people. And so um, I'm just I think just really conscious of like me right now and like mm. everything that I do. I love that. Okay, Miss Sarah. I actually am am gonna echo that. I feel conscious today too. I um well this whole week actually. I just 
I have this thing where I really try to make sure that I'm never in a position where I can't see beyond myself, you know, mm. and, and think about the way that I impact other people, the energy that I bring. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just try to be conscious of that. And then I got my little beret on today. So I feel conscious. It does look very cute. It's giving, <laughs> it's giving, giving uh, black power. Right. It is. It's giving what needs to be gave. <laughs> Um, okay, thank y'all for that. That was really good. I was I was expecting like cool. So mm-hmm. all right, y'all gave me conscious. It's giving. <laughs> okay, now I feel I'm going to say I feel uh, conscious. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I think the last time I felt cool, or the time before that, I felt cool. I've been feeling cool lately. I feel conscious because one, I have gotten like off of social media, and it has really allowed me to be conscious just in my thoughts. Because um, I feel like so often we go to social media for ideas or creativity or for validation. We go to social media for so much. And I'm really trying to tap into that power I'm trying to share with the world that I feel like so many other people have. And it's like, I can't tap into it if I'm always distracted or if I'm always seeing what someone else is doing or comparing myself subconsciously. I can't, I just can't do it. And I feel like for the longest, I was just on social media because people wanted me to be on social media. I wasn't on social media because I wanted to be on there. And now it's like, you know what, let me just seriously silence all the noise in my life and be conscious with who Cree who Cree is, who she wants to be, where she's going. So then I won't have to go to social media to question. I won't have to go to social media to find the answers or to find what I should do next or what the latest trend. I don't want to do that anymore because I feel like I've done that. Um, so I definitely just feel super conscious right now <laughs> perfect um so yay um now that we have gotten past that that's like the prerequisite to you know be on the cool and conscious podcast love that for us um but i do want to talk about what house of fifth is um you know black history month is here and with me not being on social media i honestly kind of forgot so <laughs> i'm like dang it's everywhere oh my gosh it's black history month i wonder like What's going on in the world, you know? (laughs) Um, But I do know that House of Fifth is a part of something that's being born into the world. So please give me some details and let's start this conversation. (laughs) I mean, it's so powerful to start off with the topic of black history because I like to think that we're making history. Right. Um, House of Fifth is a premium and fashion for blank garment brand. Um, and that's really important because there's not a lot of diversity in the blank garment supply chain. Um, a lot of the big players, um, are big corporations, they are not women, they are not people of color. Um, and so when you're planning for your family reunion or like your sorority or fraternity is getting shirts, um, you might be able to print black. Um, you might be able to get a black graphic designer to make mm-hmm. the designs for your shirt, but that blank garment was not manufactured or sold by a black person. And so we are giving black people the opportunity to um, have their values align with their spending, mm-hmm. um, protest with their dollars, because we really need to make sure that we can circulate our dollar because it's so powerful within our community. Right. And I think 
for the people that aren't as conscious with like the 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 wordage, the vocab she used. Ooh, okay. For the cool people, sh- this company literally is like American Apparel. So all blank everything, blank sweatpants, blank t-shirts, blank hats. Whenever you go and you see something that is blank, this is who they are. So when you buy that blank t-shirt in bulk to sell for your particular business, that's who you're buying from. So so many so often we buy from the Gildens, the Galdens. I never know how to say it right, whatever the fuck. Um, and the American Apparels. <coughs> I know me personally with my question everything shirts, I would only buy from like American Apparel because I liked the quality. Um, and I would go on Alpha Broader, and on Alpha Broader, which is like a big wholesale store, they have all these different companies that you can buy from that are not black owned. And so that's essentially what House of Fifth is. It is a black owned company that has blank garments, literally. It can't get no more simpler than that. <laughs> like you brought up a good point with family reunions. I don't even mm-hmm. think of that. Like family reunions, they love coming out with their little Jones mm-hmm. family 180th reunion at the mm-hmm. park in 1978. Like, <laughs> it always has a tree on it. Too. Right, it always has a tree. <laughs> <laughs> if we gonna talk about being rooted let's really really mm-hmm. like follow through with that so i know you expressed the importance of it but i know this idea didn't just fall out of thin air you know like how did you even come up with this concept yeah um that's a good question uh there have been a few things like five years ago i started my own t-shirt brand um and uh, when I was looking for blanks, I couldn't find anything that I thought was fashion forward mm-hmm. or like really match the aesthetic that yeah. I was going for. Um, and I think it's always been really important for me to support black owned businesses. And like I mentioned earlier, like it's easy to find a lot of vendors um, in certain spaces, but like where there are spaces where there are a lot of giants, um, people, I don't even think about the fact that the shirt that they're wearing wasn't um, manufactured or like sold right. by somebody who looked like them. Um, so that was one of the things um, that helped spark the idea. And then secondly, um, I was in um, an accelerator program um, for entrepreneurs that started in September. And um, they really talked to us about like, you know, figuring out what you could do in terms of starting a business that was like super personal to you um, that could make a really big impact. And I think for me, like I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I think in order for you to take this very, very, very hard journey, like you have to do things that are bigger than you and that like go beyond just like making sure that you can put dollars in your pocket. And so I thought it'd be like um, extremely impactful for our community it would be something that would be uplifting for all of us if like we could pull this off and so we will do it we when will, you pull when it when off right pull <laughs> it off. Um, so I, I think it was like all of those things coming together um kind of at the right time so sarah with you being essentially that bitch for <laughs> she is like for where customers <laughs> come to like you are the representation how 
do you plan on making sure as the company grows, how do you plan on making sure that that small business over there in the corner that's just getting started, they feel included in this giant? Because Mm -hmm. as companies grow, they unfortunately, they stop caring about the little dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, they stop caring about that small business and that customer service and that reliability and that relationship. They just, if you're not spending a hundred thousand, they looking like shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, inevitably happen so how do you plan on making sure that that small company in the corner still feels a part of the house of fifth community yeah that's a really good question i think it's as simple as staying connected to our why why are Mm. we even doing this you know like these moments that we're having right now the moments where we're in the trenches just being scrappy and trying to figure it out we'll never forget those things yeah and so having that connection and understanding that this is so much larger than us that we absolutely have to develop this for our people this is such an amazing opportunity um for people to see themselves you know for like how cool would it be one day for you to be able to click on a house of fifth shirt and see that it was you know sourced in haiti or it was developed by someone who looks like you or manufactured by someone who you can identify with and being connected to that and that being our why i think that keeps us connected to all people that's that's our goal is to make sure that all people are represented um here and so we can't forget about anybody you know because that's that's who we are. It's it, inclusion is at the root of what mm-hmm. we're doing here. So we can't we can't exclude anybody. And so with it, not excluding anybody, because I do feel like black businesses they don't outwardly struggle with it, but I feel like internally they struggle with making sure white people are included. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is a black owned business and our target demographic are these people that look like us because we're doing it for our people how are you guys gonna not necessarily combat that but make it a safe space for white people to shop because there are some white people that's like oh it's that's not for me you know what i'm saying like how white how black people are like that's not for Mm -hmm. me they feel that how are you guys gonna do that because i personally I don't know how to do that. Like, I'm like, shit, if you don't want to, if you don't feel like it's for you, you don't, I'm not about to explain why it's for you because Dang. I'm doing it for people that look like me. You know what I mean? Y'all can help me. <laughs> I feel like it's, when you think about the word inclusion and what it means, it's, it's representing all people. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we think about, uh, whatever word you want to use minorities or people who, mm-hmm. you know, don't have, um, who who aren't really uh their voices aren't amplified yeah that could mean so many things i think we always think black and white first mm-hmm. but that means so many things we're women we're women a woman-owned business so yeah. that's you know what i'm saying we're checking off multiple boxes by being right. black women um how cool would it be if we at some point had you know um different people from different cultures represented here yeah um you know as members of our team like you know that that's that's what we're we're aiming for like true inclusion Mm. is so it moves so far beyond just black and white or skin color it it it's it's everybody everybody should see themselves um Mm. in a part of the house what we're doing they're a part of the house a part of the house come on in a part of the house come on mikasa I think that like Sarah really hit the nail on the head. I think we have to be intentional about everything we do, including like our team and what our team looks like. And so I think that like to make 
um, people feel welcome. It's like making sure that we have open arms, but also making sure that like we practice what we preach. Like we want representation in the space. We want diversity in the space. So it doesn't mean like our entire team is just going to be black, black, black. Like the diversity Mm -hmm. is what makes um, you be able to be more creative, um, push like more innovation, um, think about things from different perspectives. And if you have different people coming together um, around a common goal, like it's just going to work better. We'll be able to reach a wider audience if we take that stand. So I think that like it's going to be in like how we choose the people that come and join Mm -hmm. our team. It's going to be um, thought about in terms of like how we program. It's going to be like the vendors that we choose. So like, for example, we're growing. We want to have um, black ownership across the entire supply chain. But in the meantime, as we're growing, we have to rely on some of the supply chains that already exist. But we're really mm-hmm. being intentional about who we work with. So we had a great meeting today with um, a manufacturing company. Not going to give too many details, but it's completely led by women. Mm. Like, that's amazing to right. me where it's just like, okay, they're not all black women, but like they're women. They're like, we're women. still making sure mm-hmm. that like they have a seat at the table. And so it's just being um, intentional about like what our mission is in every single action that mm-hmm. we take. So you mentioned something about like innovation and w- how do you guys plan on being innovative? Because essentially the blank garments mm-hmm. are creating the style. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So they're creating the style. They're creating the trends. What's cool. What's hot. What's not like y'all are the beginning, the first seed that's planted. That's the foundation. And for sure. so mm-hmm. it's just like, did y'all study fashion in school? Like, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, how is that going to play with you guys being innovative and wanting to um, be cool enough for the, like, family reunion, but be conscious enough for the activists that want to be cool while they're protesting? Because I'm one of those activists. Like, I be looking cute at the protest because, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't about to catch me slipping. So <laughs> it's like, how are you going to help bridge that gap so i know you want everyone to feel included like um color wise or ethnicity wise but what about style wise because style is whoo child some mm-hmm. people dang got it and some people do got it you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think that's why it's so important that we have a team that's diverse so that we can keep those fresh ideas um, and understand what's next, what's up next. As black people, we naturally Mm -hmm. move the culture forward. We naturally um, do those things. We set the trends. And so when we just, you know, expand that and and start to invite other folks in, it'll only help us. Another thing that I think of too, when, when we talk about innovation, our very existence is innovative. Like what we're doing, this is innovative in and of of itself. So I think the way that um, we are going about this is really going to shift the needle. Literally. It's really going to move the needle in the industry. And I think people will start to um, follow what we're doing by being so intentional and, and really, um, really being, being crafty around how we choose to represent all people in in house of fit and i love what you said about coming in the house and having a seat at the table <laughs> my mind is like woo! i love it yes come in the house Yay, i, love I that. also think though too that with innovation like it's going to be rooted in our authenticity yeah. um because i think that just like what sarah said about us 
um, as a people pushing um, a lot of the fashion trends that you see today. Like, I think that in order for us to be disruptive, like, we have to continue to be authentic to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's like a vibrational energy that happens like among black people where Mm -hmm. like, we know what we want, we know what we like. And I think that it's going to be up to us to be conscious of, you know, come on, conscious, baby. Of of what we see (laughs) and what we see people gravitate towards. And like, I think back to like one of the first meetings that we had where you were trying to find some um blanks for your brand and you were like I got this idea I see it in my head but I can't find it anywhere yeah I want people to come to House of Fifth and they know they can find what they're looking for yeah um and so I really want our ideas to be sourced by the people Mm -hmm. um and I think that that'll be really critical in making sure that we can continue to meet the demand that we see Cause that's so, and I saw Keith nodding his head earlier when we were saying um, something along the lines of not being able to find what you wanted. So then you ultimately just settle, and it's like, all right, I'll just get this. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, I'm tired of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of putting out product that, okay, yeah, it's cool, but I don't. That's not what I was even trying to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So now I have people supporting me, but I underlyingly feel a little guilty because this not this isn't my best because this is not even what I wanted to put out. I just put it out because I felt like I ain't putting nothing out in a long time. You know what I'm saying? So having a place now where I can go and it be a black owned, black run company, female run, it's like, okay, y'all, we might be speaking the same language a little bit. We might be speaking the same language. So earlier today, I was having a conversation um, with someone just regarding their career path um, and their significant other was not necessarily feeling like they were receiving support. Um, And it it was just like kind of like a disagreement. And I have a point. So just stay with me because I'm trying to say it without saying putting their business out. So (laughs) there is a couple and one of the people, persons in the relationship does not feel like they are receiving the support. They feel like they are supporting their partner during their independent business entrepreneur adventures. And so being that you guys are just starting out and this has the potential to or this will, um, you know, become like a global thing that is humongous. How are you receiving support from your significant other? And how important is that? Because I know in the beginning stages, you feel misunderstood. You feel like you're, they may feel like you're putting too much work into it, or you don't have time, or you are trying to balance time. Like, you know, like that's, those are real things. So how are you as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, women, you know, and how are y'all dealing with, I was trying to say the word, say it. how are y'all dealing with that? You know what I'm saying? Because there are people that listen and they're entrepreneurs too. You know, and what (laughs) (laughs) and you know, they're going down like um, Bree said earlier, they're going down a a difficult road. Mm -hmm. Like it's not easy to be an entrepreneur, like at all. It's it sucks, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. and in the first sucky stages, you need support that you don't even know that you need. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know, you know, how are y'all dealing with that right now? 
Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> told you I had a point. No. Okay. I I feel like one I will say um this entrepreneurial um, <laughs> journey can be really isolating. Um you can have all the support in the world. Um, and there are just some things that like other people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when it comes to relationships, you have to be with somebody who is either um, just as ambitious or um, have, they've gone down the entrepreneurial route as well too. So they understand, they understand when like they call, you might be in a meeting and it might be 9 PM. Like it just yeah. might be what it is. Um, so it helps to like, have the t- that support from people who have been on that same path or might be going through it at the same time. Um, and I think too, like the support of your family is really great too. I think I'm the type of person where I don't really like to talk about the stuff that I'm doing. Cause I like to do it first and say that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really talk a lot about what I'm doing, but like I, for house of fifth, I've been really vocal with my family about it. And it's been great. Cause they've been cheering me along the way. They're like, yeah. Oh, what's house of fifth doing next week? Oh, <laughs> you posted about house of fifth. I saw it. I sent it to so-and-so my mom put a pitch that I did recently <laughs> on Facebook and have my entire family calling. But like, those are the moments <laughs> that like keep you going where it gets rough and tough because, um, Brie and Sarah still work full-time jobs while we're trying to build a kingdom. Okay. (laughs) We have rough days, like literally, like not even lying on the way here. We were talking about how we were crying last (laughs) night because of how rough it gets um, to balance both. Um, And it's really tough to be in a position where you work full-time. And I think that we're really blessed to have that opportunity. We work at great companies um, that really support our career goals um on all sides um but it can be really tough when you're you're chasing a dream and like balancing like both Mm. things like it it gets tough so that support just helps you to like keep putting your foot forward um doing stuff with your friends (laughs) is very helpful too like okay um but yeah i'll I'll stop because i could talk about the support system all day okay (laughs) i can't too so don't get me started but i uh, you know, I love that you asked this question because we literally were talking about crying <laughs> Yay, yesterday. Yeah. Like we were crying, crying no real tears. <laughs> I love it because I cry all the time. Yes. I love it. Yesterday was, <laughs> it was tough, but I, uh, shout out to my husband too, because he is literally everything. Honestly, that's why I asked you because I saw you had a See ring that on ring your finger. And so I, I really wanted, I was like, you know what? This is perfect. I can yeah. ask from a from like yeah. <laughs> that mm. perspective. Yes, yes. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, he's awesome. And he is such an emotionally oh. intelligent person. Yes. <laughs> such an emotionally intelligent person. Every time I talk about him, I cry, so I'm gonna move on. But um, I love him very much. And yesterday I asked him, like, hey, do you have the capacity for me to vent? Because I just need to like cry. And he was like, Of course. And then I just like started telling him everything and just like going in and crying and yelling and cussing. And it took like 15 <laughs> minutes of me raging. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to work on House of Fifth now. <laughs> and I just felt, I felt so good, you know? I felt so good after. But like that happens often. Like I just need a minute just mm-hmm. to just to cry and just to let it out. Um, so yeah, I, I think having a partner who is supportive and understanding is like, 
the most amazing thing in the world for me because he's encouraging me all the mm. time. He's reposting House of Fifth like crazy. <laughs> Sometimes more than me. I'd be like, Sometimes oh, more <laughs> my friend husband done posted. Let me go post. <laughs> and he loves Bree. He loves Bree. So he's he's all for the whole thing. And, I love and that. that's great. Yeah. I love that. I had a question because, um, you know, this it all hits home, right? We're doing the whole <laughs> business here. Yeah. You know, Cree's on the team. Um, but your, your significant others, are they also entrepreneurs? Yeah. Well, yeah. You want to do this? Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he wants to be. So he's pursuing the same things. Um, well, not the same industry, but pursuing but entrepreneur. entrepreneurship. Yeah, right. And then with that, like, because I, like, this was my first year actually, like, leaving the job and doing mm, this full you. time, right? Mm-hmm. So with your jobs, do they align with your entrepreneur okay not at all not at all that's why that's why it becomes a struggle (laughs) you gotta dig deep in the morning when you wake up to pull do any of y'all have any kids Mm -hmm. no okay so y'all can run like that okay yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do want to go back and touch on um what you said sarah um because i feel like this is so important just for relationships in general not even like romantic relationships, just like work relationships, whatever kind of relationships. I feel like this is so important to ask before you start venting mm. because I was literally talking to my best friend yesterday and I called her. I think I called her or she called me and I missed and I called her back. And I'm like, hey, sir, I'm so frustrated. And she, I was like, what you doing? She's like, she's watching some Great Hornets on Netflix, Hulu, something. She's watching something. And Ye- I, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. <laughs> she was watching. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, but can I vent right now? And she was like, yeah. And so I feel like if I had a just emotionally dumped on her right then and she couldn't, she didn't have the capacity to hear what I was saying, I could have triggered her into having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Or I could have... You could have triggered him into losing his focus or whatever the case may be. So if in life you are dealing with something, I know sometimes you may not think to ask, but it really does help to just ask, hey, are you emotionally available for me to just say a few things to you? Or Mm -hmm. can I vent? Because so many times I feel like we just go to people and start venting. Mm -hmm. And it's like... They can't even hear what you're saying because you don't even know what they're going through, Mm -hmm. you know, or they may misadvise you because they're advising themselves or they're all messed. Like you just never know. So when you said that, I was like, dang, that is so beautiful. (laughs) Also, I like that you said that because for it's a bunch of women in here. Y'all, if y'all listen to audio. Um, Especially from a man's standpoint, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, women do need to vent, but then sometimes you want advice. But as a man, we're always thinking solution, solution, solution. Mm-hmm. So if you don't say it's a venting moment, mm-hmm. he's gonna be in solution mode mm-hmm. and miss half of what you're saying. So I appreciate that. And I like how you call the brother emotionally intelligent. He is yeah, I like that. listen. I like that. Clap it up for my husband. <laughs> He need to make sure he listens to this. Tell him, li- tell him to listen to the Cool Catches podcast this episode. Matter of yeah. fact, we're going to have him come on just the Elders podcast. Right. Yeah, we got to talk to him brother to brother. Yes. Yes, I love it. Um, So I guess now that we're in Black History Month, what are you guys focusing on? I know you said y'all are officially, officially launching on the 5th, but what does that look like? You know, in the midst of, like I said, Black History Month, because... 
what a wonderful month to launch in. Like so much has happened just or so much does happen in this month, you know, with people honoring people every single day. You find out a new black fact. You find out so much. And now you guys are, like you said, making history. And somewhere down along the line, that's going to be a fact, a black fact. Oh, the House of Fifth Black-owned, Black-run company started on February 5th. Like, that's a <clears> fact, <throat> you know? So <laughs> how do you guys feel? I know you said I feel conscious, but how do you feel? And y'all cried yesterday. But aside from that, <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you guys really feeling? Have you Has it hit you guys yet? Are y'all like, you know, still just in anxiety land? You know, like, how are y'all feeling? I just feel like um, <laughs> you go on such an emotional roller coaster um, in these types of situations. It changes every hour, I think. <laughs> um, but I am really excited about us launching in Black History Month. I think that that's on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, I think that things happen that way. And it's on the 5th, like, yes. you know, at 5 p.m., you know, Instagram live. It's giving you know, five, five, five. On it's the given. House of Fifth uh, Instagram page. Period. And what I'm really excited about, too, especially with um, celebrating um, blackness this month, um, you're joining us on the live. So yes, um, it's also about social media. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating other black <laughs> business owners. Um and also giving people an opportunity to to become business owners. So I don't even think I told you this, Kree, but the people who join the live um, will actually uh, be giving away prizes. And the pri well, the main prize is actually five hundred dollars towards either getting House of Fifth merch um, or apparel that they can then use to start their own mm. brand. <laughs> they can use that to um, support your brand as well, too, um, and all some of the other um, entrepreneurs that are joining the live. So it's really just, you know, bringing our networks together and figuring out how we can continue to lift each other up as we all climb to the top. I like that. Mm, snaps and claps. All right, Sarah, your turn. How you feeling, girl? Woo! I am, I'm, I'm knee deep in content. That's how I feel. Okay. I'm Sierra B. I mean, I Sierra, Sierra be creating that content. Yes. I haven't, um, I don't know. I don't think I've like stopped to really be like, okay, since we here. Right. Um, cause I'm just like on go mode, but I probably will on Saturday. I'll probably cry. I cry about everything. Um, so I'll probably That's cry. That's good. That's so but, good. <laughs> I'm excited though. I'm, I'm extremely excited just to have the opportunity to do this you know yeah. um so yeah i'm knee deep in content trying to make sure we keep the timeline fresh at the house of fifth yes that's a five <laughs> um at the house of fifth on instagram definitely follow us and check us out make sure you spell that for the people that ain't that conscious okay <laughs> now t-h-e-h-o-u-f-e-o-f number five TH. Yes, because everybody, everybody ain't everybody. Okay. Everybody. Like how you say, you know, for, for the people who aren't conscious. Right. Yes. Everybody don't understand, you know, what's what's meant to be understood. Um, I do want to ask one more question. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. But well, before you have I have a question just really mm. quick. Okay, yeah, go um, ahead. Because we know we're trying to get our merch game up too. Mm -hmm. uh, just tells us media. Uh, cool, uh, cool and conscious hoodies coming soon. Yes. Check it out, check it out. Um, but how do y'all make the final decision, right? Like, I know it's blank 
canvases, but I know it's still probably like a bunch of different cuts, mm-hmm. a bunch of different fabrics. Like, mm, yeah. How question. do you come to that final? You know, like, this is it. This is that's it. the one. There's ten of them. But we <laughs> need to pick two, and then and then is it? You know, is that that gut feeling? Is that why you're the boss? You know, come on. <laughs> I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, I think that the decision starts way before you're looking at a bunch of like designs that you have to um, choose from. So, like, y'all hear how how great Sarah is, um, just in her her speaking. Uh, she always gonna be on my team, um, so don't get any ideas, people listening out there. Okay, um, but I think it's really like the people that you have around you. Like I'm all I'm big on like collaboration, like team decisions. Like I want everybody to feel good about it, not just me. Now, when when everybody can't make a decision, I think as a leader you got to step up and be like, okay, this is like, does this align with the vision or does it not? And so I think when you're clear on your why, you're clear on your vision, you have the right people around you. It's really easy to make those decisions. Um, we're also really lucky to have a lot of corporate experience too. So we look at data too. Got to look at data because mm-hmm. data will, will give you things too, but you got to know like what story to tell with the data or what um, story the data is not telling you too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all those things mm-hmm. coming together. Um, what story the data is not telling Oh, because the data will not tell I'm you some like, things too. Wow, that's that was I ain't never heard that. Who handy? Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. Stay woke. I never <laughs> gotta stay conscious. <laughs> right? I'm like, wow. Okay, so this is gonna be the last question. <clears throat> Seriously. Um, thanks, Keith, for that question. Cause I, I thought about that earlier, but I didn't say it. So you, you know what I'm saying? You felt that I thought it. Um, team. You were just speaking about as we build a team. And I feel like me personally, with my own personal endeavors, that has been something that is so hard for me. Building a team because I just feel like no one is going to understand understand it, feel it, do it the way that I'm doing it and with as much passion. And, and, and so a lot of times I just be like, you know what? I don't feel like being overwhelmed with me doing everything myself. So I'm just not going to do it until I feel like doing it. And I feel like that ultimately kind of holds me back. Mm. But I also don't feel like I I, I can put together a team that's going to be adequate enough to represent me when I'm not there. You know, that's going to be able to speak on what I'm trying to do when I'm not in the room. <clears throat> Excuse me, when I'm not in the room. But Sarah, you can confidently go into a room and speak on House of Fifth because you believe in it passionately and you cry about it and you you talk to your husband about it. You get know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Brie can go into a room and speak about it. And so you guys ultimately are a pair. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to grow, you're going to have to find other people that feel that same passion. So I'm asking one for myself, but two, how are you guys going, being that you are fluent in data and you have worked in corporate, so you know what it's like to have teams and how do you do that? Build a team that is going to support you without a shadow of a doubt and have your best interests at all times. That was a loaded question, but (laughs) I'm asking for personal reasons because I want to build a team. I just don't know how to do that. I feel you. Okay. Well, like, do you go put an ad on Yelp? You get what I'm saying? Like, do you, like, you go on Instagram? Because Instagram is smoking mirrors. So it's just like, how do you do that? How did y'all find each other? Hell, like. Well, <laughs> so many questions. Um, so I think, um, 
Finding a team is as difficult as you described it to be, <laughs> one. Um, and I think that the way that you go about finding a team um, is different depending on the stage that you're in. So I'll just speak to the mm. stage that we're in right now. Um, House of Fifth is a startup. Okay, we starting up. Mm-hmm. We ain't up yet, but we going we're gonna be there. Um, and in the the um, taking the journey to starting up, um, resources have to be used wisely. So we're not getting paid right now, mm-hmm. and so it's really about <laughs> <laughs> it's really about um, you know making sure that you are working with people and finding people that really see the vision, they believe in it, and so. When I was, I pitched to Sarah. Like I didn't just come to her and say, "Oh, Sarah, I'm doing this thing." No, I I scheduled a meeting. Now, mind you, me and Sarah are friends, but I, <laughs> I scheduled a meeting. I said, "I no, need to put yes. time on your calendar." Um, we got on a Zoom call. I pulled up a you pitch know, deck. She put me on a Zoom call too, and I was like, <laughs> "And oh, how long have I known you, Cree? Doing this, like, because <laughs> okay. I didn't know what was going on. She's like, "I need some of your time." She sent me like a calendar invite. I'm like. What is she talking about? Why we can't just FaceTime? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Mm-hmm. Right I'm about now. my business. Okay. <laughs> um, so I did all of that. I pitched to her. And when I was done, it was the look on her face for me. <laughs> it was, I saw her get excited the same way that I knew I was excited. Wow. It was, a, okay, you don't even have to say anymore. I don't even care what you need. <laughs> Let's just do the thing. Yeah. Like, and what I tell you, I said, I'm not going to let you down, sir. She I did. Yes. I told you. But that's because that's because of of who Brie is, though, and the level of respect mm. that I have for her, mm. you know. And we are friends, and we're friends before this. But even our story of like how we became friends is just like <laughs> so crazy. Really it's hilarious. But like, I really do feel like we just—I don't know—we were just meant to to meet and connect mm-hmm. and to and to build together. And so when wow. she was like, "Oh, we need to talk about business," I was like, "Oh." Brief, she pulling up. Let me get, <laughs> let me let me get up here and see what's up. Talk about. And when she pitched, I was just like, "Say less. What what you want me to do? You want me to to write something? You want me to get on social media? Which one? You want me to tell people? I was just like, "What do I need to do? Because I'm in. Because Eventually, I was sold. Though, Sarah was just like, "I don't care what you want me to do. Just just like, what do you want? Because we got to make this work. And so it's just like you're you you know when you know. Um, mm. and I I will say though. I went to Sarah. We are friends, but I've also seen her work. I I, mm. I didn't just go to her because she's my friend. Like Sarah is bomb at everything that she does, and so you also got to know your friend. Which friend? Right. You got to know which friend. Okay. <laughs> you got to know their strengths and their weaknesses. Okay. My friend is strong, so um, that's really what it was too. I'm like, okay, I know this friend can get this done. I know yeah, it can't go to all your friends. Right. I love all y'all, but I can't go to all. Y'all. <laughs> that's true. Wow, I lo- I think that was a great that this was great, guys. Thank you so so much. Um, now one word to describe House of Fifth, and then I'm gonna give the quote to help you stay afloat, and then that's gonna be it. So just one word to describe House of Fifth. If I am starting out a an apparel company, which I kind of already am, um, but if I'm starting out an apparel company and I've been shopping with them for my four collections and I want to find something new one word I think for me maybe it would be global because I feel like that really represents inclusivity Mm. um so yeah global and we're going to be global right I like that okay 
My word is pride um, because I want people to be proud of what they are wearing. Mm. I want them to know exactly where it comes from. We plan to be really transparent about our supply chain. Um, and I'm really proud of us for doing this. I'm proud mm-hmm. of black people. I'm proud to be black. So mm-hmm. it's pride for me. Ooh, it's pride for me. Honestly, that can be the quote. It's pride for me. Um, and speaking of pride, this I think that's a great word to end off on just because it is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And so this month is all about pride. I don't care who you are, what color you are. This is a month about pride. Um, and just a little black fact. Um, so Black History Month officially became official um, in 1976. So that wasn't that long ago. Um, I know we've always celebrated our amazingness, but it was officially noticed as like a national thing in 1976 by Gerald R. Ford. He was the then president and he kind of brought it full circle and kind of gave us our due diligence, not our 40 acres and our mule, but he gave us, (laughs) you know, a little, a little global recognition. Um, So as you move forward in your day, in your second to second, minute to minute, hour to hour life, be prideful with whatever it is, whether it's your relationship, whether it's the job you can't stand, whether it's the job you're trying to leave, whether it's your startup company, whether it is, hell, you walking your dog, be prideful in it because you never know who's watching mm-hmm. and you never know who may see you being so prideful that it in turn changes their life and allows them to be just as prideful. That was the Cool and Conscious podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Cool and Conscious. That's Q-O-O-L and Conscious. Uh, make sure you follow Just Eldridge Media. It's a black-owned, black-run company. And make sure you follow House of Fit. They are officially launching February 5th at 5 p.m. Make sure you tune into the live because it's getting live. It's super exciting. It's the Cool and Conscious podcast. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Yep.